Benton with my beautiful wife, Tracy from with my beautiful smoking hot wife Tracy from Esther 414 Ministries and uh Tracy life is good baby look at the dog oh, on yeah. top of the just camper van a road trip. just doing a little road tripping and camping uh this is mine life is good he's doing a little hiking there I, I love it hey today we are in Joshua, Joshua. uh we're in chapter 5 verse 12 listen to this the manna stopped the day after they ate this food from the land. There was no longer any manna for the Israelites, but that year they ate of the produce of Canaan. What we're talking about is entering our promised land. Oh, yeah. And um, here's the thing. We all want to hear that. We all. Listen, 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 listen. I'm just saying. Listen, we all want to hear that. Hey, I'm entering the promised land. God has a way for providing for his children. We sometimes, as you know, we get set in our ways and we get very accustomed to how he provides. Yes. We get in routines. Uh, you could even use the word sometimes, a rut. And the reason I use a rut is because we depend on it like, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, I don't understand. We have decided this is how God's going to provide. Yeah, this is how it has to be done. It's always been done. For three years, he's done this. And he cannot deviate. Listen, listen, listen. Tracy, Tracy. For three years, he's provided this way. No deviating. No deviating, Lord. No, yeah. no, no. Well, here's the thing. Uh, God supernaturally provided for Israel in the middle of a wasteland, a desert. Yeah. There was no water. There yeah. was no food. Yeah. And yet every morning they would wake up to this heavenly bread that had a sweet taste to it. Yeah. And it was just amazing. They were to only, and here's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand. They were to only gather what they needed for the day. Yeah. Now, the day before the Sabbath... They were allowed to gather enough for this day and the Sabbath day. Yeah. If they gathered more, like all of us Americans do. Hoarding. Hoarding. <laughs> we're at Walmart. We're on the Clarence aisle. It's something we like. It was $59, and now it's $5, and we just have to get 10 of them, even though we're going to put them in our garages. And I mean, look, at look, it was $59. It's $5. I'm going to hoard. I may, I may need it one day, Tracy. You just do not know. I mean, the world is, is in chaos. There's wars and rumors of wars. And I need 10 of these on the shelf, even though I've never used one yet thus far in my life. But I, I saved $45 per unit. Can I tell you a quick story? Do it, girlfriend. Okay, my family is from... It doesn't put me down, does it? No, my family's from Ireland. Right? Uh, hey, do the... And, okay. 
prove it. Now, they're over from Ireland now, and they all speak quite differently, and they all shop quite differently as well now. I think I'll do some laundry real quick. Oh, throw it into the wash. It'll be grand, you know. Throw it into <laughs> the wash. It'll be grand. All right, well, give us a story. So, okay, let's, let's go in an accent that most Americans can understand. Okay, now we can understand <laughs> you. I love it. I love it. Give, now, hey, 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 you listening, give Tracy a thumbs up. For grace sake, for her Irish accent. Right, now. If you watch this and don't give her a thumbs up, I'll be coming over to your house. Now, st- let me go on with the story, though. Go, first. go okay. with the story. Let I'm still coming the, to their houses. I gotta, I gotta tell them the story. Okay, so my family is from Ireland. Ireland. And in Ireland, they shop differently, and they they did oh, when we that's lived there. Right. They would go to the market every, every single, single day. day to pick up what they needed for that day. Yeah. Um, and then they would bring it back home. Um, and when we moved to the states. My my mother and my, my nana, she moved with us, they had a hard time with this. They and didn't my, understand My it. dad, while he was from Ireland also, his mother was from America. And he's like, now you have to realize, you have to pick up more than just today's stuff because I will have the only car, I will be at work, and we were living in the country at the time. So it wasn't like you could just walk down to the market to right. go get what you needed. Yeah. And it was an adjustment for my, my mother and my nana when we moved here to pick up more than just a couple things for that day, day. or the next day. Yeah, yeah, so that was an adjustment. I, yeah, And I, other countries might still do this, too. I remember getting a phone call. Tracy was out and about somewhere. I was talking to Tracy's mother, and she was in Ireland, and she was in Cork. Mm-hmm. She was uh, her uh, flat. She had, like, an apartment, a flat. Yeah. And she said, Marcus Bear, I can't throw a rock and hit the ocean mm-hmm. because my arm's not strong enough. But where her cottage was she could grab a rock or i could and throw it from the top story and hit the ocean because she was up on a cliff yeah i always remember that but while you were gone Mm -hmm. she told me that she was telling me about her day she says i got to go to the bread store so they had a separate bakery that she would pick up her scones her bread then there was a meat meat store store. then there was a place where she would get dairy and vegetables yeah and then she had all these fancy bags it wasn't walmart thin all your stuff breaks in the parking lot all over going everywhere bags they were like with these wicker handles and it was really neat now i always remembered her telling me this and at first i thought oh my goodness you know, she only could get enough food for today. She's tapped. You know, maybe she's between paychecks. I didn't realize that's, that's how, how they shop. Yeah, that's how they shop. And they do that. If I'm, if, if I may be wrong, they do that in uh, France as well. A little bit. Not, not as far mm. as the Irish do. Uh-huh. But there's a little bit of that, meaning they want the freshest bread, the freshest of yeah, meat, the yeah. freshest of cheese and dairy and everything else. Yeah. God is providing for his people. He wants to teach them. He wants to get them and hear that beeping, guys. That's, That's hot sugar cookies coming out of the fresh oven. Fresh cookies. Fresh cookies. Not That's yesterday's cookies, but fresh, fresh cookies. cookies. That's like, like you know, when, when Jesus says, "Give us this day our, our daily, daily bread. bread." So we're getting yeah. daily fresh yeah. cookies as we're doing our yes. devotion. Yes. So, um, oh, where was I? I'm going blind. Well, we were talking about daily manna. That the okay, Lord so the daily manna. Daily, yeah. Oh no, I was saying something. I totally went. I totally went blank. Totally, totally went blank on this. Well, we were talking about... Well, I know that daily manna. So they were only allowed to have a certain amount of manna every single single day. day. Just enough for their family. Just enough for their family. And you couldn't hoard it. You couldn't just like, well, man, I'm just going to shove the manna down. Because a lot of times people, out of fear, 
you yeah. know, they um, want to make sure they're going to have enough. I want to make sure me, myself, and I have enough food. I don't want to be hungry in the middle of the night. But if they got too much, even for yeah. that day, it would rot and yeah. maggots would supernaturally get all over their food. Yeah. It was just amazing. Yeah, so it was, it was enough yeah. for everyone to yeah. be satisfied, yes. but no one to have too much. Oh, I remember where I was going. God did this because God wanted them to trust him and to yes. rely on him daily. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. That's the key. Yep. Seek the Lord daily. Trust yeah. the Lord daily. Yep. Look to the Lord daily. Mm-hmm. And so now they're entering the promised land. The manna ceases. It stops. Yeah. But it only stopped once they entered the promised land and they ate of the fruit of the land. Mm. Meaning there was uh, there was items there. There were fruit trees. There was cattle. There was all these different things that they, wasn't available in the desert. Yeah. For, and after they ate, they all got in there and they started eating. Then and only then did God stop that provision. Yeah. In our lives, God does the same thing. And we stated, and we started like this, we get accustomed to a certain way that God provides. Yeah. Whether it's a job, whether it's a resource, whether it's a friend, a church, we get used to a certain way of living. We get, we get, we really do get in our routines. And when God mixes it up, I really, a lot of times we don't like it because now it's going to require faith. Yes. It requires faith again. It requires trust. I'm entering the unknown and I'm not real happy about it, Tracy. I'm not happy about entering the unknown. Sometimes I think the Lord mixes it up because um, people have started seeing whatever that was that God was supplying for them as as the the source source. and not the resource. And, And I wonder, I really truly wonder if God doesn't mix it up because we now look at that job as the source or yeah. a person as the source or the government as yeah, a source yeah. or the state as a source. We look at all these different other things as the source yeah. rather than yeah. a resource. Yeah, and rather than God as the yeah. source. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think a lot of people, provide. they look at their job and they think, well, that's how that's how I make money. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, that, really? That's how God's using to no, supply No, God <laughs> is providing that job yeah. as a resource. Yeah. Uh, God is ultimately your source because he sustains your life. Yeah. You know, and it's, we can get, we really all can get caught up. And so if you are looking at your life and thinking, well, I got it all. I'm I'm good to go. Where are those cookies? Where Fred let's see what kind of cookies. cookies. Oh, oh, oh Valentine cookies and chocolate chip. Go ahead, Tracy. Go ahead. I gotta preach, baby. I'm gonna be the let martyr me. here. No, no, no. I'm actually gonna eat one of those. That looks really good. Okay, I'm gonna take two. Oh. Okay, go ahead, Anna. Oh. Thank you, oh. baby doll. Oh. Can I have a napkin? They are so, <laughs> so good. Um, no, I think I'm going to get a bunch of Thank thumbs you, down. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But you, I guess a bunch of thumbs down. Like, that was just so wrong for you to eat a hot, moist sugar cookie and a chocolate chip cookie while I'm listening to you. Anytime. You know it's real now. Yeah, you know it's real. You know we weren't faking you out. Hey, anytime, guys, listen very carefully. We start to exclude God from our lives mm-hmm. with, 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 with our choices, our decisions, our focus. God will mix it up. He'll, just, he'll get you fired. He'll get you fired or 
He can. He, it says this in the Bible. He changes the hearts of kings and rulers, so he can change how you look at that job, where you're no longer satisfied with that job, and you actually he'll oh, allow uh -huh. you to start getting mad about different things and different aspects uh -huh. of that job because he's using that to drive you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. With the eagle and the eaglets, I like that. Say that fast. Eaglets, eaglets, eaglets. eaglets. Sounds like I'm Spanish, eaglets. doesn't it? Or Italian. Eaglets. eaglets. Russian. Uh, yeah. Eaglets, my eaglets. girlfriend. There, there's a time when the big uh, big eagle, mama, mama eagle, uh, starts pulling the nest apart and dumping it down the cliff. She starts pulling it. At one time, it's just, it's like, it's like a five-star hotel. I mean, it's like you're you're sleeping on a Stearns and Foster mattress. I mean, you have memory foam pillow. But then, mom starts taking all the feathers out, starts taking all the branches out, and it's pokey. But then, you know what mama does? Mama grabs the little eaglet, puts it puts it over the side. Now remember, this this little bird can't fly. Drops it, and and the and the little eaglet is just not that he can't fly. He hasn't, hasn't learned to fly, fly and, he hasn't and so before. he's flapping his wings. He's flapping his wings. He's mm -hmm. flapping his wings. It's not working out. He's you know if he had time to uh, be negative and complain, he would. And then all of a sudden, mommy, right before. A splashdown. He smashed against the rock. Mommy grabs him, takes him to the talk, yeah. grabs the brother, does the same thing over and over and over again. And then eventually, that little eaglet learns to open up his wings. He learns to fly. You know, and, and God, it's the same with us. God mm -hmm. has to push us and teach us. He really does. And so they enter the promised land. You, God gives them the rule book. Right. Uh, you're going to go into a land where the customs what they do some of these people it's not acceptable it's an abomination it's sin do not pick up the customs of the land drive the inhabitants out kick them kill yeah. them god god says it you know what yeah. i'm saying i mean jericho is no mistake that i mean they're going to take down the biggest obstacle right up front which was a fortress yeah. but god didn't want them picking up those customs that sin because it's so easy when you're around something like all of the time to incorporate it into your life to incorporate you know well it reminds me of the verse bad company corrupts good morals oh isn't that true it is so i think it's in colossians yeah and it is so true you and it, it, the, the psalms or proverbs also yeah. tells us that um don't hang around a person with a bad temper because you learn you to be pick like it up. That. You, yeah. so, Psalm 1 says, Blessed mm. is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. I love it. Mm -hmm. So as we serve God, as we're focused on God, as we're doing our best to obey God, as we're hearkening unto what he has spoken into our lives, you know, hey, there was a day when th there just no, was no more manna, right? right? He's switching the provision. He's switching the way he provides, but he's still providing. Even though they're going to have to do something different for food, for their resources, for currency, it's still all of God. Yeah, you still have to rely on the Lord because yeah. now there's battles. You have to rely on the Lord to fight these battles, battles. Yeah, you know, they they what had we to do battle after battle after oh, battle. Yeah. And the second battle they had, they 
weren't praying, they weren't listening, they were resting on their laurels, they were saying, yeah. hey, we, we just, you know, we just... Look what we did over here at Jericho. Jericho. Look, we what we, we, look how we pounded them. Look what we did. Look at what we did. And oh, please, you they blew don't a pray. trumpet. You know? They don't pray, they don't consult God. Yeah, that They was take it mistake. into their own hands, they go to AI, they get whooped. Yeah. And... And I guess I, I love this passage. I, I really love this passage because you know what it says? It says, I'm never going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. Yeah. I'm, ju I'm just changing things up in your life. I, I may be changing, you know, I'm saying, a, a relationship out. Yeah. You know, this one's toxic. This one, this is of me. This has my blessing. Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this over here. I'm going to help you with this new job, this new career. Uh, you're no longer going to be at the bottom you're going to be the boss. You're now the manager. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have you doing something. You're my man. You've obeyed me in the little things. Now yeah. let me do what I can do. Because again, God moves the hearts of kings and rulers. And so there's all these different things, how he provides. The manna stops and the new provisions are going forth. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's awesome. I, I mean, yeah. I really, really and love it. Do you know what's funny is so many times... Um, People do not see change as a good thing. Oh, you know? no. And many times Try, it really is. Let, let me ask you this. Try going into a new church as a pastor, seeing things that need to be changed oh. and doing it, you know, implementing that. Woo. I mean, you're talking yeah. about you would think you were Judas Iscariot, you know, yeah. and you're waving the money around that you, you just, just betrayed. You just kissed Jesus. Yeah, you yeah. just kissed Jesus <laughs> and, the, and, and, you know, and Peter's looking at you, yeah. you know, and he has a sword. <laughs> I mean, people don't like change. We like no. what's familiar. Yeah. We don't, we don't like a bunch of, you know, roadblock obstacles. We hate the unknown. Yeah. And, and so this was, you yeah, know. Because it, it requires a person to step out in faith, faith. walk by trust faith, the not Lord. by sight. Yeah, I'm trusting God. I don't know yeah. how he's going to do it. It's not me. How is he going to do it? And um, I've been, I, we both have been there many oh, times. And I it's very, I, I tell you what, between the manna and the first apple that you eat, in between those, you're crying out to God. You're screaming. You literally are like, Lord, what are you doing? What's going on? I don't like this. this God, 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 God. We have we've gone through this so many times where oh, we it's like we became oh. used to this way of God yeah, providing, oh. and it's always like, well, what are we going to do now? Now that he mixes like, it up, yeah. But but instead of saying, what are we going to do now? You, you know, Lord, what are you going to do? What, what are you doing now, Lord? Yeah, Lord, uh, we're what, excited what, to see what you're going to Lord, do. Lord, show me, speak yeah. into my life, breathe yeah. on me. What am I to do? Show me what you would have me to do. Yeah, and sometimes, sometimes it's like when we you use the example of AI where they just went... Gangbusters. Yeah, right forth to AI without ever even asking the Lord. Um, sometimes that's what the Lord is doing. If he does something where yeah. he's mixing it up and... Mm -hmm. he, Stand still it's, yeah, and see it's, the salvation yeah, of the it's Lord, one of those, which I will do today. Well, see, it's it's not that. It's it's one of those where you have to stop and say, okay, Lord, um, was there something that I missed here yeah. that you wanted me to do that I was missed supposed it. to? Yeah, I just kind of missed so it. Because I'm so focused on... Back up a step. I'm so focused on self-preservation. Uh, yeah, on me doing it my yeah. way instead of doing it God's way. Yeah, and I'm, so, I'm, I'm focused. You know, people today with all the uncertainty... 
they're, yeah. they're looking at their 401k. Yeah. They're looking at their stock. They're looking at yeah. their investment. They're worried about what if the dollar falls. Yeah, they're looking they're, at what they They're, they're looking at the, the state and thinking, yeah. oh, well, if they, what, what happens if they do this? Yeah. Or what happens if they do that? And in and, and, and reality, That's all of question. it. Yeah, yeah, all of that God controls. Yeah. God is God. It's it that's the wrong the wrong wrong Our, wrong question. The right question is, Lord, where what do you want me to do? Yeah. Or how are you going to provide? And your focus should always be straight up on heaven, yeah. not horizontal on your circumstances. Mm-hmm. I know it's it. hard. It but, is hard. You know, it is very, very, very hard oh. having God pull the towel out from underneath you, you know, <laughs> and, and, and you, you're not ready for it. No, and you have and you to see it at up. first. Oftentimes we see it as a bad thing. Yeah. The, the, you know, I get um, a, a breakup. Yeah. That relationship is just, it's gone or a, a job loss. You, you think you got fired. No, God got you fired, you know, or sickness. We don't oh. understand what God's teaching us in the midst of sickness. I have to say this one. Say it, say it, girl. And, and say I, it. I have also noticed over the years yes. that like when he does this mix up thing, when he's switching it up oh. a little bit, oh. every Tommy's time grumbling. it's happened, yes. it's, it's gotten a little bit longer and longer every time because like oh, in between when he's going to provide because he's stretching your faith in yeah. him. Oh. Are you going to trust him? Guys, listen to you, this. That's hard. You guys, if I asked you right now what my favorite prophet is in the Bible, you're probably going to say, Matt, I'm going to say $5,000 on Elijah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Elijah, you know? Uh-huh. Elijah prophesies a word yeah. unto Ahab. He says, hey, no rain. Yeah. None until I speak it. By the word of God, God speaks it to me, and I speak it again. And and, 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 and and again, we don't understand that. But what that meant was, you just killed the economy. Yeah. You just killed the currency. And you have no idea how long this is going to be. Yeah. And so Elijah, God says, "Hey, I want you to go to this brook. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to feed you with a raven, which is uh, I can imagine Elijah. And Elijah's like, well, I can't do that, Lord, because you know I'm Jewish and I can't." Eat. Did I hear you right? <laughs> uh, a, a, a raven is a is a that's a scavenger bird. I can't take meat unclean, from a raven. Unclean, unclean. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. He says, "No, I'm gonna uh, bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the afternoon, and yeah. you'll drink out of the brook." And so God, a lot of times we don't understand. We think, well, Elijah knew everything. No, Elijah. Yeah all of his life as a prophet is being stretched and taught. Yeah. But every day the bird came, brought him bread and meat in the morning, bread and meat in the afternoon. But every day he's watching the brook go down. Yeah. And he's watching the brook go down. He's watching the, the flow of the brook go down. And there was a day mm. where that brook, there was, you would have to just kind of look for water because there was no more water. Yeah. It wasn't until according to the word of the Lord, that the brook ran dry. Yeah. No more when water. The book all, completely. Yeah. That God gave him the next direction. Go to the widow of Zarephath. Uh-huh. I have told her to provide for you. And it, the Bible doesn't say how long he was actually at the brook yeah, either. Yeah, it doesn't say that. We don't know. Yeah, and I, and I, I kind of but have a feeling. But we know until when the brook and ran dry. And you know dry. what? Uh, <laughs> Elijah was used to staying, not night, not, not five-star hotels, but he was used to sleeping on a nice bed. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, people recognized yeah. him as a great prophet. When he came to different towns, they saw him as God's prophet. They would put him up. They would feed him. And now 
he's outside of his comfort zone. He's eating, yeah. okay, from a ravenous bird, a crazy yeah. bird, you know, uh, a bird that's not acceptable according to the law of dietary, you know, and, so, and you know, all these different things. So his faith is being stretched, stretched. at that point, yeah. You know, to, to rely on the Lord and trust Him. That yeah, and then, God and then, knows and, what and then doing. after you know, it's funny is he goes from uh, the frying pan into the fire. He's <laughs> sent to a Gentile city where Ahab's you know wife's dad rules that city. Yeah. Uh, this woman, it's a woman, so he's going to have to depend on a woman who is poor and a widow. Yeah, and, and so all of those things are like. You didn't talk to women. Men just didn't talk to women back then. It was, you know, no. you, you just, so he's, I, are, you, are you, are you, Lord, do I got you right? Yeah. You want me to go to Jezebel's, Jezebel's hometown. You want me to find a poor woman that's a widow and she's going to feed me and I'm going to rely on that. God's ways don't make sense. <laughs> Maybe that's why God waited till the brook dried up to send him there. Because Cause we have to be he, desperate. Yeah, oh yeah. He has no water now. <laughs> you know what? I, I really, really know. This is the truth in our lives. I'm uh, sure it's the true truth with anyone listening to us. God has to get us to a place where... We're desperate. We're desperate. Yeah. I mean, literally, Lord, I wouldn't have ever... If In, in, in the yeah. beginning, if he just said, okay, do this, Matt, Tracy, we would be like, no way. I've we, been down that road before. I'm not going there. We've done that, too. Yeah. We, mean, we've said, no, no way. way. And, I can remember yeah. I, somehow a church got my resume uh tracy loves this they got my resume somehow i don't know how they got my resume we even went to delete the email yeah. when we got it yeah and i and we uh, didn't realize it was from a and church. this guy says um hey i got your resume here and blah 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 and yeah. I, I was wondering if you would be available to come and uh preach you know this sunday for <laughs> us or next sunday he gave us the date and we looked at it and Tracy's just about to delete it because we don't have any resumes out. We are very content. I was sure it was junk mail. Yeah, I was very content, really, doing devotions, um, living where I was living. I I mean, I had the resource. Everything was covered. You know, I I wasn't rich, but I wasn't poor. I know how to live a base. I know how to live a bound. Um, She goes to hit a race, and she's like, no, there might be something. She opens up the email. She reads it, and she looks at me, and she says, did you send resumes out? And I go, no. I haven't sent resumes out for oh like a year uh, a year (laughs) I I mean I haven't done it you know and we call the guy and talk to the guy and the guy's really nice he's a legitimate nice guy and um and say I was like okay you know I'm saying one Sunday I'll commit to one Sunday it was way far away yeah and um I was you know gas at that time uh, it was it was real expensive. Oh, gas was really, really gas was stupid expensive, and yeah. I just didn't have the extra money. I really didn't want to do it. Tell you the truth, my I was I was thinking about me. I wasn't thinking about ministry. Other people they could get something out of what God spoke. I was just like, now it's about me. And so we drive uh, what seemed like forever in our car that got yeah. like 14, 15 miles to the gallon, and, and I'm just the whole time. I'm not asking God speak through me this morning. I'm just watching the gas gauge go down. And I'm just so mad. I'm just so angry watching the gas gauge go down. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to have to put another $30 in the tank to get back home. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking. We're almost this, empty. Yeah. yeah. And so I drive by this church. We may have told this story before. We'll end here. It was in, and it was in the middle of nowhere. It was in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> they were between Sunday school and... Church. church you know i had like 10 minutes i caught I I, yeah. I I cut it pretty close 
And uh, I drive by and I'm like looking at a couple people and they were on the porch on the side of the church smoking. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, oh, I, I, they don't have respect. I don't care if a person smokes. It's not good for you. <laughs> don't smoke on the porch of the church or in front of the church. Tacky, tacky, tacky. Small church. Small church. Yeah, yeah. And so I drive I just drive by like I'm nobody. They don't know who I am. And we don't know it's a dead end. <laughs> we don't know it's a dead end. I think, you know what? I'm going to drive. It's on them. You sinned against me. I was really angry. I used to just get so angry and passionate about stuff. You're, oh, you're going to hand a cigarette? Hey, Jesus, you like Marlboro? Take a drag off this. I was really mad, right? And, 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 and you know, and people smoke and they say, well, no one can smell it. You know, I'm smoking outside. They can't smell it on me. Ah, you smell like an ashtray. Yes, okay, so I drive to the end of the, the, the you know, I know the Lord has a sense of humor. It's a dead end. Yeah. And so I get out of the car. I, I'm pouting. I'm just walking around. I got five minutes, right? And I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And and Tracy, here's you want to tell them what you told me. I, I, she doesn't try to spiritualize it. Oh no! I, you know I what? Know that's not going to work. Listen, listen. <laughs> you would think that Tracy would say, you know what? Maybe someone needs the Lord, and the Spirit of God's going to rest upon you, and they're going to get saved. You know, it just not that you did it, but God used you to help someone get in the kingdom. You know what she says? See, I know that that's not going to work with him right now because he's just so upset. I'm like, bent. I, I am bent. Because oh, this is not going to work, and I, I'm like, all right. All right. You just told me we are almost empty on gas. We do and, not and have any money in the bank account to put gas yeah, in the tank. Yeah, we and cannot so I, get back. And, and <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, I we go. We just drove almost three hours. <laughs> I go, what did you say? She goes, we're broke for another week and a half. We have no money to get back home. We can't get back home. You have to go and preach. you got to preach because maybe <laughs> someone, maybe the church just gives you gas money to get home. Well... <laughs> I, I, you know, I preached the morning service. But of course that worked. Yeah. <laughs> I built his life. Yeah, and I was like, point taken. <laughs> so, I mean, we can really, um, I had a bad attitude. <laughs> I guarantee, even though this, the sermon was really great, it really was because God's spirit was upon me. Oh. But I didn't get credit for it. Because I really, I'm, I'm doing it for selfish reasons. I am totally <laughs> broke. I'm just thinking, give me gas money. Well, what do you think they do, guys? The, uh, we go over to the parsonage. And they have all of this food laid oh, out. They had yes. KFC. They had they had all of the... I mean, they really treated me like yeah. I was like Billy Graham, Johnny Hunt, Charles Spurgeon. And I was like, well, this is really nice. But I'm still, when I'm walking out and shaking people's hands, right? I'm waiting for like one of the deacons to hand me a check. So we can leave. Because <laughs> I thought, you know what? They hand it to me after this service. I'm just leaving. I'll say, hey, it's not going to work out. I'm sorry. You know, I just didn't have a good feeling about it. You, what do you think they did? They didn't. Because, because it was so far out, they would never hand the pastor or the person filling the pulpit the check. Until the evening service. Until the end of the evening service. Because other pastors the had, other pastors had, had come in there that. And, and just like, oh, no. This is so I, 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 I ate. The Lord ministered to me. <laughs> I asked God to forgive me. I got out of my funk. <laughs> and I go back over and I preach a very solid message. Yeah. You know, I, I'm more interested than understanding truth and, and go, how it's yeah. applying to their lives and <laughs> listen to this guys you talking about god stretching you and i'm stopping here okay um everyone i'm shaking everyone's hand and um i, I have no idea who would hand me a check if yeah. they were going to hand me a check 
and there's like one person left in the building and this person says well pastor man i i really appreciate you driving all the way out here man just to minister to us you know, we're just a small church yeah. and, and a holler but we're still god's children oh you talking you could have just stabbed me in the back 10 more times i mean there's not i didn't even say a word i didn't say a word because i knew it would have been sin i'm such a hypocrite i'm such a loser right he, he's talking about god's children and i i remember that the whole time he talked about it I remember just even complaining, yelling, while the gas gauge was going down, you know, on the way there. I dare not go riding around town because I didn't have any gas. I mean, really, I could get about a third of the way home, and then I'm boondocking it, man. I'm going to be sleeping. My whole family's in a boondocking situation. And so I says, well, we were honored and privileged to come and share God's word with you. You know, thank you for having us. Thank you for feeding us. That was a feast. And he said this. Now, I hope you put the, the rest of it in the back of your car. I go, no, I didn't. He go, and he walked me over there, and he opened the parsonage. He says, no, all this is yours, man. Just get all this. And it was a half a bucket of chicken. I mean, rolls, mashed potatoes, coleslaw. Uh -huh. you know. And, and they, they treated me really, really nice. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting in the car, and I'm driving off, and I'm, and, you know, I'm happy, but I'm scared. I'm literally scared because I'm like, I can't get home, Lord, and I'm going down the hill because the church was on a hill and the parsonage was on a hill. I'm going down the hill, and the next thing I know is there's a person in the parking lot kind of waving me down, you know? And I mean, I'm almost about to take a right and I be did, gone. I didn't Within that. five seconds, I'm gone. Five seconds. Five <laughs> seconds. I'm going to turn. I won't see this person. So I hit the stoplight. He says, and it was, uh, it was the son mm. of the deacon. And his his name was Glenn. He says, uh, "Matt, did they did they give you a check?" I go, "No." Um, were they supposed to? And he says, "Oh yeah, we would never have someone come spend all their time driving to both ways and using their mm -hmm. gas and 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 pre presenting the word of God and not give them something." <laughs> oh, I felt like a loser. <laughs> I just like such a loser. And he goes, "Here, here." This is for you. I want to make sure so that they didn't, we're not double paying you, but we want to give you this. And I didn't open it up. I just slid it in my pocket and I, I didn't dare look at it. I knew it was enough to put gas in it, but I tell you what, I was happy in my mind. I was, when I was driving there, I was like, you know what? If I get $50, yeah. I'll be very happy because the $50, I could put 30 in the tank. You know, I've served the Lord. I have $20. I'm ahead of the game. Yeah. You know, because here's the thing. People don't realize that you, you, you people have to eat. People yeah. have to have electricity. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And when I did take it that night out of my pocket, it was three times that amount. It was $150. Oh, and man. I was like, oh, my goodness. And at the time, guys, we were really, really, really budgeting. And mm -hmm. that was just like, was to, us, to us, yeah. it was a million dollars because I was able to pay my cable bill, uh, my water bill. And yeah. I mean, it was just, it was so fantastic. And so I ministered to them via the Holy Spirit, but <coughs> they ministered to me, but God yeah. stretched both of us. Yeah. He really, really, really did. He, yeah. he stretched uh, uh, both of us. And so I, I love that story. God will provide, but it may not be in the manner mm. or the way that you're expecting. Yeah. It's the same with healing, crying out to God when 
just, you know, I, I'm sick for a month. I know God has the power to heal me immediately. Got sick with the COVID and the flu the day after Christmas. I just can't get over it. I'm just weak. I can hardly get up to go to the bathroom. Uh, I can't hardly breathe all these different things. I'm crying out to God, God, you have the power to heal me. You could heal me right now. You could strengthen me. You could send an angel. I have all the stories. I have them all. I read them every day. Heal me. He didn't. But he eventually did. And so we don't want to ever demand of God. Yeah, shake our fist at God. We don't understand what he's doing, you know. And a lot of times it really, where they say it's always darkest before the dawn. Yeah. That's a true statement. But to spiritualize that, sometimes... It's very dark in our lives because we can't see what God is doing. Yeah. And and um, I'll tell you what, the manna stops and they can eat all the fruit of Canaan. And um, yeah. let me ask you this. Uh, when we first moved to this house, tell me the first meal that we ate because we had to eat that. I don't Grilled know. cheese sandwiches and soup. We had, mm-hmm. uh, we opened a bunch, 50 boxes to find some cans <laughs> of soup. And we bought a loaf of bread, and uh, um, it's expensive to move. It cost us like three, four thousand dollars to move yeah. and everything. And so we're having cheese sandwiches, and I was happy, you know, yeah. um, cheese sandwiches, tap water, uh, made ice. I mean, you know, what I'm saying we're having soup. <coughs> it was delicious. I was so grateful for that. Yeah. You know, I, I really, really was. And so, man, you know, I could, I could just imagine, but that's not what I'm eating now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now, tonight, which is so funny, now that I think about it, we had, uh, my daughter made a whole rotisserie chicken. Well, she baked it in the oven. Yeah, she baked it in a a Dutch oven crock pot. Then she took it apart, Mm -hmm. the chicken apart, she broke it down, Mm -hmm. and she sauteed um, carrots, celery, Mm -hmm. made a beautiful, beautiful roux, uh, made a base for the soup, and we had homemade chicken noodle soup along with roast beef sandwiches with garlic sticks and uh, fresh baked cookies. Yeah. Uh, I like change and sometimes I don't like change. I'm glad I'm not eating the same meal that I ate when we first arrived here and God has been so gracious in providing money for food. Yeah. But like once in a while I really like going out to eat. And now they've been eating the same thing for 40 years. I'm thinking to walk up to a tree and grab an orange, grab an Mm. apple, to see, you know, sheep, to see cows, to see all this stuff that you can eat. It's just like, you know, you've been eating at one restaurant and now you're going to a buffet. (coughs) That's what it was like. The man is stopping. God's put a stamp of approval on you going forth into the promised land. And now he's going to bless your endeavor. He said this. Don't forget me. That's yeah. all he said. He says, when you enter the promised land, don't forget to obey me. Listen yeah. to me. Hearken unto me. I've taught you for 40 years. You know right from wrong. Don't get involved mm. in the customs of these nations yeah. that are here, that you're driving out, that you're killing, okay? I'm your God. Yeah. You're honor my people. Me. Honor me. You're yeah. the apple of my eye. And so no matter what God's doing, honor him. Don't get restless because when we get restless, yeah. a lot of times we fall back into 
very familiar sin habits, things, sins of comfort is what I call them. Yeah. We, we fall back into those things that we were doing, but God's brought us out of that into the promised land. And he wants to bless us and he wants to spoil us. And I say that we let him and we hearken unto him. We trust him. Yeah. And if he's changing your circumstances right now, realize this, it's a good thing. And it's for a reason. Yeah. When he closes the door, <clears throat> he doesn't just close the door. He always opens the door. And yeah. that door is going to be the invitation for you to enter into the higher levels of your relationship with God and the higher levels of blessing. And remember, it's in God's perfect timing, not your timing. Yeah, it's God's timing, <laughs> not your timing. All right, well, Miss Tracy, that was a very good devotion. Yeah. I say we write a fake check to whoever makes it to the end for $10 million, and we put not cashable, uh, not cashable till after the rapture. <laughs> what do you terrible. say? Okay, so, hey, you're going to get an IOU for $10 million <laughs> if you're the first person to say, hey, Matt, I made it all the way through 40 minutes. It's I a long haul, I but here's the thing. I'm the alpha male or the alpha woman. I did it, you know, and... I'll, I'll, I'm going to even post it. I think I'm not going to send you a check. I'm going to post. I owe you $10 million one day after the rapture. God bless Matt. I'll even sign Pastor Matt so it has some, some weight to it. <laughs> we love you guys. Bye. Bye. Peace.